Welcome to this week's episode of How's We Manage, where we aim to inspire, bring joy, and teach you better ways to manage yourself. My name is Jess, and on this week's episode, we're covering three habits of highly adaptable people. This is a topic we've wanted to cover for quite some time now, and there's really a number of reasons why when you look at the benefits of being adaptable. You will, first of all, be a more valuable employee. If you're in a managerial position, you're proven to be a better leader. You'll be more equipped to face new challenges. Interestingly enough, adaptable people are also happier. And when we look at just sort of our job skills and the contributions that you're making, when you're more adaptable, it ensures that your skills and contributions remain relevant to an ever-changing environment and to, again, skills that are needed to do your job well. And finally, if you're more adaptable, you're going to be able to navigate changes in your career more easily. And whether you're new in your career or very tenured in your career, at this point, you have probably figured out that the only constant is change. So adaptability is absolutely a skill that you want to master. Now, these are things you likely know, but sometimes we struggle with understanding how to do it. How can we be more like the people who are calm under pressure? They don't get flustered when things don't go as planned or in high stakes situations. How can we do that? And it all comes down to adaptability. So today we're going to talk about three habits you can build that are going to help you be more adaptable. When we look at how valuable this behavior is here at House and how it can impact your career, it helps to look at two of our core values. We build the future and we make things happen. Accomplishing either of these things would be pretty much impossible if we can't exercise adaptability. What really surprised me about this topic is how closely it's tied to emotional intelligence. We have plans in the future to give you guys some episodes on EQ or emotional intelligence, so I'm not going to dive deep into that today, but just to give you a brief overview, emotional intelligence is a combination of essentially how self-aware you are of yourself, self-aware you are of yourself, you get what I'm saying, Um, how aware you are of other people, how well you can regulate your emotions, and how effectively you build relationships. So it's possible you're asking yourself, okay, those all sound great, but what does this have to do with being adaptable? Well, it's interesting. In researching this topic, I came across just a handful of themes and almost every single resource out there mentioned habits or traits that were aligned to emotional intelligence, which leads me to the three habits of highly adaptable people that we will cover today. And those three things are, the first is to take time to name and dig into your emotions. I know for some of you, that probably sounds really squishy and you want to turn this off right now. Please don't. I promise you, you will find so much value in this. The second is they get out of their comfort zone. Again, I'm wondering who is continuing to listen now that I've said two things that are probably going to make you very uncomfortable, but stick with me. And the last habit they have is a strong bias towards action. So let's talk about each of these in a little bit more depth. So the first habit is they take the time to name and dig into their emotions. Part of the human experience is feeling emotions and all kinds of emotions, right? From joy to sadness, from secure to fearful, from calm to anxious, happy to angry. And regardless of how adaptable one is, every human being is going to experience these emotions. 
What's different about adaptable people is the way they process these emotions. To quote a really great article from Talent Smart, it says, one of the healthiest and most practical ways to stay on top of negative emotions and one that adaptable people live by is to learn to recognize and label your emotions in real time. Research shows that people who are skilled at labeling their emotions are more flexible in their management of negative emotions better at handling fear and anxiety, and less likely to have angry outbursts. So when you think about those individuals who seem really calm and cool, collected, that's like what we're experiencing when we see these people. They, it's because they have taken the time when they're experiencing uncomfortable emotions, they acknowledge them with intention. So the point is, is that learning to name your emotions can be incredibly beneficial and help you with your self-awareness to understand where you are so you can understand how you need to adjust your behavior. Naming them, though, is just part of the equation. The first tip we were talking about, or excuse me, first habit is not just naming your emotions, but digging into them. Now, because many of these emotions are incredibly uncomfortable to experience, our brain tries to protect us by shoving them down or dusting them under the rug. But the reality is this doesn't work. And adaptable people understand that emotions really are information, information that you can use to, well, adapt and shift where needed. Um, Leaving an emotion alone until it goes away, that's, that's like shoving everything under your bed if you're trying to like clean up your room and make your space look cleaner. Those items might be out of your sight temporarily, but they're still going to be there and they're going to be there until you take the time to organize them and put them away. They don't just dissipate, right? And emotions are exactly the same. I'm not quite sure why my brain went back to like a childhood experience of cleaning my room because when I really wanted to go play, that's what I do. Just shove everything under the bed, but it was still there waiting for me. Point is, is they're not going away. Out of sight does not mean out of mind forever. So take the time to name your emotions in real time and dig into why you are experiencing them. It's going to help you become more adaptable. Now, because adaptable people take the time to do number one, they are able to do the next two habits really well. So the second habit we're talking about is getting out of their comfort zone. Again, whenever we do something for the first time or we propose something new, every part of you is going to tell you to retreat to your old way of doing things or to what you know because it's familiar and it's comfortable. Adaptable people regularly do things that make them uncomfortable. So while they still experience all the same emotions other people do in discomfort, they are better equipped to deal with them because they continue to put themselves in those types of situations. So they're continually learning, which means they are continually growing. So I would challenge each of you listening to think about, is there any aspect of your job? Is there any responsibility you can ask for? Is there something you can do that might scare you a little bit? It feels a little bit uncomfortable. Ask for it. Try to do it. It's going to make a difference. And the more that you can do that, the more you can expose yourself to that, the more beneficial it can be. And this may not even be, you know, approaching your leader with an ask. I'm thinking of a lot of our sales individuals in the room. Sometimes you have a client who's upset. Um, if you know, if you're a client manager and you're, you're trying to help them be successful with their house account and you can tell that they're upset, but 
rather than ask the hard questions such as, you know, I'm, I'm sensing a little bit of hesitation or resistance. Can you tell me a little bit about what's on your mind? We tend to overlook those questions because we, we don't want to deal with the uncomfortable thing that's coming. So getting out of your comfort zone can happen in big ways and it can happen in little ways. So just keep your eyes up, pay attention to your environment. Where do you have opportunities to make yourself a little bit more uncomfortable? Lastly, adaptable people have a strong bias towards action. This is because they know that one of the best ways to learn is to simply try. If they are feeling fearful, they take the time to name the emotion, which is fear, and understand why they're feeling fearful. And then they adapt the sort of, you know, done is better than perfect mentality. And while being strategic and having thought behind what you do matters because it absolutely does, adaptable people don't get analysis paralysis. They start moving. I loved this experiment that I came across regarding kindergartners, MBA students, and spaghetti. Saying that out loud, I realize how ridiculous this must sound without the context, but I would bet that it caught your attention. So let me tell you about it. Researchers essentially pitted teams of kindergartners against teams of MBA students in a spaghetti tower building contest. And while the MBA students plotted out their approach, they talked strategy, the kindergartners just got to work and put spaghetti together until their tower fell. And as a result, they would then adjust their approach the next time they started building it up. What was so interesting about all of this is time and time again, the kindergartners won. They were building taller towers than the MBA students. And the difference was simply that rather than getting lost in ideas and thought, they took actions. And through taking action, they learned from their mistakes as they went and they adapted their approach in real time. So if you want to be more adaptable, get moving. As we come to the end of this episode, it's helpful to ask yourself, are you someone who embraces change, embraces, why is that so hard to say? Are you someone who embraces change and evolves with it? Or are you someone who is struggling against the current? And if you identify with the latter half of that question, consider how you can make the three habits we discussed today as a part of your normal habits. Where, where do you have opportunities to take a step back and think about what is the emotion that I'm feeling and why am I feeling that way? What can you do to put yourself in more uncomfortable situations that are going to help you grow? And lastly, do you have any opportunities within your work to take more action? These three things are truly over time, if practiced consistently, are going to help you be a more adaptable person. If you want to take a deeper look into any of this, we've included a couple of helpful resources linked below. We would encourage you to check them out. But just remember, behavior change is hard. It's not something that happens overnight. But if we have a vested interest in ourselves and we are willing to take these consistent steps each and every day, you will see that progress. So invest in yourself, go easy on yourself, take it in stride. And by doing these three things, you just might find in time that you are going to be much more adaptable. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. We hope you have a great week and look forward to seeing you next time.